We are starting a new sermon series this morning, and it's the pictures Jesus used to tell of the kingdom of God. We are going to look during the course of the next, uh, up until Easter, we are going to look at quite a few of these pictures. The one today is foundation. Uh, We are looking at family. We are looking at treasure, bread, water, light, coin. We are looking at seed, stone, new life, new birth, and then fishes of men. And this morning we are going to look at foundation And I'd like to read to you from Matthew 7, from verse 24 to 29. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall, because it had its own foundation On the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teacher of the law. And this is the word of God, and we thank God for his word this morning. So I thought I'd show you three pictures. These are my pictures that I took. Okay. This is uh, Evan Micah Yelverton when he is asleep. (laughs) He is now 20 days old. But a picture tells a thousand stories, doesn't it? I can tell you that I just fed him. I fed him. I I can tell you that I just put a new nappy on him. I can tell you that I made sure that his back was, was, was in a specific place. And I don't have to tell you because you are the converter. You know you have been there. I have never been there. So this is like, wow, I actually did this. And the next photo is one of my beautiful wife, who is the mother of this child. But that photo tells of somebody that is caring, somebody that is, uh, that, that is caring for somebody else. And she did a good job, and she is doing a very good job. But each one of you will relate to this picture differently. Each one of you will relate to it in some way that is special to you. It's special because it's mine, but you will see something that reminds you of yourself, maybe, or reminds you of when you uh, had a child, or maybe it's your grandchild, um, and maybe it is uh, your daughter. And then the last photo is three in one, my hand, my wife's hand, and my son's hand. He does have five fingers, Um, (laughs) that's just how it came out but that picture in itself tells this amazing story and you can relate to it in your own way so this morning I want to talk to you about foundation and the pictures Jesus used it's a simple thing that Jesus had said but he had said it at a specific time 
He'd said it just after the Beatitudes when he told his disciples and the people as to how to live. He told them the stories about how to live and what you're supposed to do. And if you held on to those things, that would be a great foundation. We come today with many of our own foundations and things that, that the world has taught us how to live and what to, what to do when we live and, and how to express ourselves towards other people. But Christ did this at a very specific time. And he, to- he spoke about two builders. Now in my home, my dad, he's not a builder as such, but we've lived in 37 houses in our life. So we used to, we used to, we used to move quite a lot because my dad would buy a house and he'd build onto that house and then he would sell it. And then he would make, that's how he made some profit and that's how we moved. And in our lives, my brother and myself, that's what we've done is we've bought a house and we've built onto that house. But every one of those homes had a solid foundation. Because when you, when you build a house, you need to dig deep. And when you dig deep, you put, you put a lot of concrete, you put a lot of brick, and then you build your house. And so Jesus tells us about these two builders. And I'm going to ask for two volunteers. Uh, Des? <laughs> and Butch. I'm going to ask, yeah, Des and Butch, if you'd come forward, please. Okay, so yeah, you have two builders. I know Des, Des does know something about building. And uh, Butch, Butch is uh, somebody that helps people move from one place to, a diff- to another. Okay, so in our life, so Jesus talks to us about, I don't know why I'm so nervous today. Okay, it's, a, it's supposed to be a roof, all right, so you, you get the picture. Okay, but these are the similarities that we have when Jesus spoke about this. There were two men that heard the story of what Jesus had said. They looked totally different, but they heard the same story. Okay, Jesus told the same story to the same people. This has got nothing to do with your belief or your, um, it's just, it's random. Okay. Um, Jesus' words, uh, he put the same words into practice. There was one wise man and the other was a foolish man. One built his house on a rock and the other built his house on sand. Both heard Christ's word, both built a house. The house is identical. The word that Jesus used is identical. So in this house is the word that Jesus used. Okay? And you can see that these are two different men, but the, what they received was exactly the same. What we receive when we read the Bible is exactly the same. Because we read it, but every single one of us reads it in a different way. One of the things that these two guys uh, that they did was is that they built it exactly the same house. How many how many rooms do you have in your home? Six. Six. How many do you have in your house? Five. Okay. Do you have a roof on your house? Okay. Do you have toilets in your house? Do you have a kitchen? Do you have a garage? 
Okay, you don't have a God. Okay, but the same thing, okay? And, but you use those things to, to benefit your family, to make it nice for your family. Is that correct, Bush? And so whatever you put in it, but maybe the, uh, where did you buy your house? Where? Where, where do you live? Benoni. Benoni. So you don't have water and you don't have electricity. <laughs> <laughs> sewage. So you have a sewage problem, hey? But but you have water and you have you have electricity, hey? And so this is the the thing is that so Jesus says is that when you hear my word, I want you to proclaim my word. I want you to do what I did. I want you to live like I taught you. And so often we have uh, the people that, that use um, Jesus as the foundation, which we call the rock sometimes, building on a solid rock. And then some of us, we build on what the world desires and the sand. And now I'm, I'm going to ask, uh, do you know what's going to happen? Okay. All right. So just there's not enough water there. So... Um, there's storms in life that happen, right? Storms come. You can use some of that water and just, just sprinkle it on. Let's see what happens when you sprinkle it on. Um, okay. Did you see what happened? It stayed firm, it stayed firm hey? All right. So, Butch, push it around the. Yeah, around. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you, James. All right. Thank you very much. That's cool. Thank you. All right. So you've seen that. So this is what happens in our life is that we have, and I use this simple illustration because Jesus talks about it. He says, you're either going to be a wise builder and you're going to build on what I've told you. What does that mean? For you and your family is to build on what Christ has said. I, have a, I don't know if I've told you, I have a 21-year-old baby. And I need to tell this child about Christ. I need to start by telling this baby about Christ. A sure foundation. You know, when we get baptized... When, when we were baptized, we ask a question, will the community help with the grazing of this child? It is fantastic to have you guys here. Really. It's fantastic to have you guys here at the back there too. Because it's so lovely to have children back in the church. Because so often we forget about raising our kids. We've made a promise. And yet the world says you do not need God. The world says you, can, you don't need a solid foundation. And I promise you this is what happens when there's no solid foundation. All of us have gone through storms. All of us have lost somebody. All of us have gone through financial difficulties. All of us have, have gone through something in life that causes the storm to take place. And sometimes when we believe only in ourselves, this is what happens. We fall, it crumbles. 
But if we've got a solid foundation in Jesus Christ, sometimes it's, it's a hectic. Jesus doesn't say it's going to be, it's going to be all fine. Because this two, these two people heard exactly the same word. Meaning that whatever their experiences would be very similar. One made a wise choice, one made a foolish choice. I don't know where you at. But there's still time to get a solid foundation. To fix what needs to be fixed. Jesus used this foundation story because he knew that the people would understand. He knew that the people would understand because in the time of Jesus, there were two types of stand in, uh, in, in Israel. There was the sand on the beach, which we know you can't really grow anything on. You can't really build on. Then there was a the sand which was closer to the rivers because the people lived closer to the rivers. But Jesus says, well, you can't just build on that, that, that sand right there. You have to go deep. In order to go deep, you reach, you reach the ground. You reach the stone. You reach the rock. And that's where you build on. Because when the storms come of life, and when the rain falls, it forms massive rivers. And that, those rivers come and they wash everything away. Have you seen houses that have been washed away, that have been close to rivers? It just happens. The foundation means the foundation was not good enough, was not strong enough. How's your foundation? How's my foundation? Is it built on Christ? Because we know what, why Christ came. We know that he had to die on this cross for you and for me. The foundation is set because Jesus Christ died for you and me on this cross. He gave himself for you and for me so that we can have a solid foundation. But the good news is that he didn't just stay on this cross. They buried him and then he rose again and that he is alive because he ascended into heaven. The foundation is set. See, Jesus tells us, and even, even if you have to go, go look. He tells us how to live. He tells us what to do. He tells us, hey, you know, if you fail, it's okay. Because I'll pick you up. I'll straighten you out. And if you have to start again, hey, start again. It's amazing what Jesus does. He tells us that he loves everybody. That he died on the cross for everybody. Maybe you ask, how do we do this? The first thing is that we, know, we need to know who Jesus is. One of the first things that we do is we read the scripture. The second thing is like people see you and me. They look at us as examples of Jesus. Because we, we claim to be Christian. We claim to follow Jesus Christ. And so we need to live like Jesus. 
And then we need to do what Jesus does. We need to know him. We need to do what Jesus does. Meaning that, sure, we have to talk to that guy that you don't want to talk to. Okay. We have to forgive uh, the people that don't put your electricity on. Okay. That's a hard one. This week alone, I don't know how many hours we didn't have electricity. How many hours did we not, were we not able to bath? But did you notice it rained this week? Do you think that rain just happened? I, always, I, I thought about it this week. It's like, do you know that God provided that rain? He provided for us. Yes, we've got all the reservoirs, we've got all that stuff, but if we had to go and we put a, a bucket outside under that, under that, that flowing down pipe, you know what you could have done? You could have washed yourself, eh? you could have given the water to the dogs, you could have, there's a lot of things that you could have done with the water that was provided for you and for me. But we just took it for granted. Because it's not in the reservoir. And it's not coming through that tap. But God did provide. And then, so we need to know and we need to do what Jesus does. See, Jesus treats everybody fair. He loves you and he loves me. Sure. He loves me. Six foot four. 136 guys now. Okay. He loves me. No matter what I've done in the past, I've asked him for forgiveness. And he's forgiven me. My foundation is solid. It's in him. But what gets built sometimes on top, that's still shaky. But I know my foundation is right. And you can do the same. And then the last is desire to be like Christ. I don't know if you guys heard, but... Uh, South Africa is going to be um, supporting one of, the, <laughs> one of the English soccer teams. I'm not talking politics now, but do you know how many people can be fed with what the amount of money they want to spend? Do you know how many people, how many generators can be fixed with the amount of money they want to spend? Do you know how many reservoirs could be fixed so that everybody could have water with the amount of money that they want to spend. We need to have Christ as our foundation. We need to be able to build and live like Christ. And so this morning, I don't know if you could, without, could you imagine yourself there with Jesus? And he talks about the foolish and the good, you know, the, the one that knew how to build, build on his foundation. Where do you find yourself now? What is your foundation? And I pray majority of us have this foundation. But if we haven't, there's still time. Because Jesus loves you. Let's pray. Mighty God, we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, that you love us. Thank you, Lord, that you are the rock and the stone that is very hard to break. And that you've never been broken. Yes, you, you, you got whipped and yes, you got nailed to the cross. But you are alive today, Lord. And that you love us unconditionally. 
and that you are everything and that you are in everything. And so today, Lord, as, as we want to, we just want to see that picture of you embracing us, saying to us, it's going to be okay. We are going to be okay. I wonder if we just take some time. Just let the Holy Spirit just fill you. Just let him bring his peace and his comfort upon you now. Lord, we pray for our world. We pray, Lord, for peace to reign. We pray, Lord, that people will see and know that you provided in abundance. That you gave enough for every single person in this world. We pray today, Lord, that we will be able to just share what we have to be able to love the way you loved, to be able to forgive the way you forgave, that you forgive, that we are able to encourage, that we are able to love, knowing that when that foundation is solid, nothing, no storm of life can take us off that foundation. So lead us, we pray. We pray for our government. We pray, Lord, for God-fearing people that have come into, into the government. We pray, Lord, that the right decisions will be made, that money will be spent wisely, that things will be fixed, and that us who have expertise will maybe stand up and ask to be used. We pray for our families, those that are in other countries, those that are celebrating births, those grannies in America, in Australia, in New Zealand, and the rest of the world, Lord. We also pray for our families here at home, those that are still struggling to come to terms with uh, the things that have happened to them recently. We pray for small businesses, and we ask, Lord, that you will continue just to bless them, that you'll continue just to bless us as individuals who struggle with our own things. May we know that if our foundation is right, nothing can hinder us. No storm, no river, no wind. And so lead us now, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen.